Hey, mama friend. I'm Amy Cothran. I've been a stay-at-home mom for the past seven years, and I discovered that the best way to raise our future generation is by building up the moms who are home with them. Mama Mindset is a movement, a mission to build a community of stay-at-home moms who want to improve their lives. This podcast will provide inspirational stories from myself, everyday mom guests, and interviews with experts in various fields. The conversations are packed full of authenticity, vulnerability, raw honesty, and tough love. So let's journey through motherhood together with a mama mindset. Hey, mama friend, welcome back to another episode of the mama mindset. I'm your host and creator, Amy Cothran. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today's episode is going to be a little bit of tough love, one that I've been thinking about for a while, and I'm just, I'm putting it out there. I'm just going to do it. And if I need to add to it later and dive a little deeper, I can, but I just want to get this out there because it's such a big game changer for stay at home moms. I think it's monumental for stay at home moms really quick though. I just want to talk about something super important. Okay. It's not really important, but I'm wearing a wrap dress right now. And I don't know if you are watching this on YouTube, you'll see, but does anybody, why do they make these beautiful flowy wrap dresses that don't close at the top. So I have a safety pin literally holding up the top of this because I am very, very small breasted woman. I'm a very small breasted woman, which I have no problems in saying, and I've embraced and it is what it is, but I can't fill out these wrap dresses. And I always thought it was that issue. And then whenever I talk to a woman that has larger breasts than I do, they're like, well, that's fine. But now I'm falling out of this. Like now I'm uncomfortable. So Could somebody who ever makes these wrap dresses just attach a little clasp to the top for us to close it? Because I have to use a safety pin and so does everybody else that I've talked to. Anyways, really important issue for moms right here. Wrap dresses need a clasp at the top. Rant done. (laughs) Okay. So on that lighter note, I do want to dive into this topic a little bit. And I, like I said, it's just a game changer for stay at home moms. I really think that this can help combat some of this hot mess mom culture that is accepted and growing and increasing. And and here on this podcast and within this community, it's not acceptable. I don't accept the hot mess all the time. Like it's just not a lifestyle choice that I think serves anybody, including ourselves, our families, our children, anybody around us, our communities, if you want to go that far. So the way you combat that I fully believe is by looking at your role as a stay at home mom, as a job. If you made your decisions on a day-to-day basis, as you were doing, if you had a career, if you treated stay-at-home mom, full-time mom, homemaker, however you want to call it, if you treated that as your career, because that's what it is, okay, that is what this is. This is a career choice. If you treated it as such, you would realize it's not acceptable to sit on the fucking couch all day. It's not acceptable to wake up and not take care of yourself because any other job, any other career, that's not okay. That's not acceptable. So 
when you go through your days, I want you to ask this question, especially if you're kind of in this phase where you're struggling and you can't get off the couch or you, you know, you just don't feel like you can quite get your shit together. I want you to ask yourself, would my boss think this is acceptable? Would my boss think this is okay? Would this be okay outside of the home? But basically like the biggest question is, would my boss think that this is okay? So let's kind of break that down a little bit. Like, what does that look like to treat stay-at-home mom life, being a homemaker? What does that look like to treat that as a career? First thing in the morning, we talk about a morning routine. And I talk about it because it's so incredibly important. And if you don't know where to start with a morning routine, and if you don't know if you have a good morning routine, reach out to me. I'm happy to do a 15 minute conversation with you, a zoom chat to figure out how or why, or what's going on with your morning routine and see where we can improve that. Okay. I've worked for a lot, a lot of years to build a morning routine and it sets the foundation up for my entire day. So reach out to me. So part of your morning routine, however you decide to create a healthy morning routine is getting yourself ready for the day. I am 100% not saying that you need to get dolled up, do your hair, do your makeup every single day, because I know some people that that just doesn't serve them. That just doesn't fit their values. And I have days where I don't wear makeup and that's okay. That's a personal choice of mine. I also know women that like literally will not leave their house, will not get up and do anything else without their makeup on. And that's okay. But the point is, is you make an effort to get ready. So as a stay-at-home mom, our days look quite a bit different. Now for me, for example, I'll just talk from my personal experience. I have days where I know that I'm going to be in the garden. So in the morning, when I'm getting myself ready for the day, I put on my mom uniform for that day. I put on my uniform for the day. It's not going to look like slacks and a blazer like it would have when I was still working in human resources. Okay. I don't even have any of that shit anymore, but it's going to look like my grubby work pants, my tennis shoes, a tank top and a flannel. Okay. I'm going to stick my hair up. I'm going to put my hair in a headband and I'm prepared. I am ready for the day. I am dressed for the day. If my day is going to be doing a workout like midday. I told the girls, we're going to go for a walk. We're going to be active, active, active. Then my day is going to look like me sliding on my yoga pants or some workout shorts and a workout shirt. And that's my uniform for the day that serves me best to go forth into my day to do what I need to do. Okay. If I know we're going to town and going shopping, I'm going to do my hair a little bit. I'm going to throw some mascara on and I put on a cute outfit. So I feel good. So I present myself to the world prepared and ready. Like I have my shit together. If you, if you show that you have your shit together on the outside, you're going to feel more like you have your shit together on the inside. So get yourself ready for the day. Add that into your morning routine. Take a look at what your day is going to look like, what it's going to bring you and get ready. If you were going to work, you wouldn't roll out of bed and wear your sweatpants all day long. You would get yourself ready even if it was scrubs, okay, scrubs, like the amazing, like work uniform, sweatpants outfit, right? Even if it was that you would get out of bed, 
take off your pajamas and you would put on your clothes. You would wash your face. You would brush your teeth. You get yourself ready for your job. So you, I'm telling you, get yourself ready for your job as a stay at home mom, prepare yourself for the day. The other thing as a working parent, as a working mom, as a working individual, I don't care who you are, you are self-driven and you're self-reliant. And those two things to me really go hand in hand. Okay. As a career oriented woman, you are driven to pursue your career, to pursue your job. You get up, you go to work, you do these things on your own independently. Nobody is holding your hand to get you there. Nobody is telling you that you need to do these things. These are things that you just do. You're self-empowered, self-driven to do these things within your life. Okay. Now self-reliant becomes again, self-driven. You are reliant on yourself to get yourself out of bed. And it's the same thing when you're at home, you need to embrace some of those characteristics and qualities that a working mom has out of the house or in the house, being self-driven, being self-reliant. A lot of the times as a stay-at-home mom, we feel like we're almost owed something or somebody needs to help us because mom life is so hard and blah, 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 blah. But you have to figure some of this stuff out on your own. Okay. It's amazing what we can accomplish when we're forced to do it. I had an episode a while back that talked about not having help and how frustrating that is. And I don't understand why that is. And at the end of all of that, at the end of the day, out of all of that, it's really not up to anybody else to help us. Would that be nice? Absolutely. Should we have a little more help in raising these kids in having some support for this? Absolutely. But that's not a reality right now. For a lot of people, that's not a reality. So you have to be self-driven and self-reliant. Stop waiting for somebody to help you. Stop waiting for something to happen to you or for you. You have to take the bull by the horns. You have to get up and do these things yourself as a career-oriented woman because this is your job. Being a stay-at-home mom and taking care of these kids and running your household is your job. So sitting on the couch that serves nobody that serves nothing like wallowing in pity that things are hard serves nothing. It get it does not move the needle forward. It accomplishes absolutely nothing. Always improving is the third one. If you are a career oriented woman, if you have a job outside of the role of homemaker and stay at home mom, you're always improving. You're always trying to learn something new. You're always trying to take that next step forward to better serve your customers, your clients, your patients, your better serving efficiencies and effectiveness within your job. And you usually work as a team. How do you serve better? How do you perform better? How do you make it more efficient so you can maybe go home a little bit earlier? However, that looks, you're always looking to improve. I want a, I want a promotion. I want more money. The only way that you can accomplish those things is by learning something else and always improving in your job constantly. So why, why is stay at home moms as stay at home moms? Are we not also following that same standard? Why are women not trying to always improve themselves? It, it just blows my mind to think that we can just get up every day and go through the same mundane things and expect our lives to be happy and fulfilled. 
You can't just be happy from the joy that you have from spending with your children. That is where moms struggle. That is where stay-at-home moms struggle. You have to be improving and working on yourself just the same as a working mom does, just the same as a career-oriented woman does, okay? Look at your husband. He's always trying to improve at work. He's always trying to strive to bring home more money, to get the promotion at work, you know? Take a look at that. And if it's been a long time since you were working, if you've been a stay-at-home mom for a while, try and reflect and try and remember. Also, try and put yourself in those other people's shoes, Always improving creates a fulfilled life, always striving to learn something new and do something different. Because like I said, your children are not going to be the sole source of your happiness and your joy. And if you expect that from them, they are going to let you down and then it causes resentment. And it's just this downward spiral of unhappiness and unfulfillment within your life. So to treat it as a career, as a job, you have to always be improving. And that's, you know, is there a faster way to do the dishes? You can get super, super granular with it. Is there more effective, efficient ways to do things? Is it, you know, sometimes is that delegating? Like that's a way to improve yourself by delegating some other tasks to your kids. Is it doing things for fun, improving on little things for fun, learning to, I don't know why I keep going back to this learning to bake bread thing. I think it's because I'm getting ready to do that actually in the house. I ordered some things to restart up my sourdough starter, but I've done that before. And that was something I've tried several years ago that I'd never done, but I was like, Oh, I really want to try this. I want to be able to do this. And you know, the garden is something that I'm always improving on, like learning about studying about a big one that we talk about here. If you don't want to start a project, like baking, isn't your thing and cooking, isn't like your thing. And you're not passionate about that Buy a fucking book. (laughs) Okay. Buy a book and start learning on some self-improvement things. Hey mama friend. I just wanted to take a second and remind you about my mama mindset reset challenge. It's absolutely free. There's no cost for this challenge. It's something that I put my heart and soul into a tool for you to reset your mindset, to start improving your life on your own terms, in your own way, under the constraints of this challenge. It's three phases. It is a challenge. It's supposed to be challenging. It's supposed to help you grow. So if you're curious about it, please hop onto my website, amycothran.com. It explains it in more detail. If you haven't listened to the podcast that does explain it in detail, my words explaining the what, why, and how of the challenge, hop on and listen to that. And then I also have a couple of other tidbits of information on my Instagram page as well. So when do you start the challenge? You start the challenge today. You start it now. There's no sign up. There's no cost. It's only you holding yourself accountable to change your life. That's what we're doing here. We're taking action. We're taking action over our life. So Mama Mindset Reset Challenge, hashtag MMR Challenge. Let me know when you get started. Send me a DM. I'm so excited to bring this to you. I have a list of books. If you're looking for one, reach out to me and I can help you with that too. If you ever have any questions or need some tips or something, please just reach out to me. I'm happy. I'm happy to respond to those. Buy a book. That's a great place to start. Start just 
reading. That's a, that is the number one way that we can start improving our lives, that we can start improving ourselves and our mindset is by reading, just buy a book and read it. Prioritize with limits. You need to prioritize when you're a career oriented woman. I don't know why I keep saying that career oriented woman. It sounds kind of silly, but when you are a career driven woman, when you work out of the home, when you work in the home, when you have a job, a paid job, you have to prioritize, especially if you work in another company, especially if you work with other women, you have to prioritize what is what you need to do that day. You have to determine how many people is this going to affect? Who do I need to help and serve first? You have to prioritize patients by based on care. You have to prioritize serving the patient versus charting. You know, if you're in the medical industry, you have to prioritize projects that you're working on, that this is going to affect us in the very short term. I need to do this now. This is going to affect us in the long term. I can put that off until tomorrow. Um, prioritizing within your house works exactly the same. What do I absolutely need to do today? And you just get through a couple of things. You know, if you're working outside of the home, you have eight hours, you know, you have a, you have a block of time that you need to get these things done in and, and then you're done. So you have to know, like I have eight hours to get this done. I have to do this, this, and this, this is the most important thing I need to do now. And then you, and then you're done and you know that anything else has to happen the next day. Okay. And that's the same as being home. Prioritize what you need to do, what affects you right now, right in this minute. And then other things you can, you can put off. So treat it the same as you would a job. You have eight hours, like within that day. And I think that helps us to know, like my work day is this period from here to here. And from, from that point, you know, when the kids go to bed, I know that we still have a few tasks and responsibilities to do after that, but look at it like a little bit of downtime. Also, your job is done. The day is done. The kids survived. Everybody was fed. Everybody got a bath. Like they're fine. Maybe they didn't get a bath. My kids don't get a bath every night, but you know, they survived. You kept the tiny humans alive for that day. And now you get some downtime. It's the same as if you're working. And I know, I know this is like slightly exaggerated. If you're working, you, you have responsibilities still. So I'm not trying to isolate that, but I am trying to just paint a picture for you that your job is 24 seven. And I get that, but within certain blocks of time, if you were working in a career, you would have eight hours to do those things. So within those eight hours, you need to prioritize what has to get done. All I'm asking is that you take it from that perspective and do the same. You have eight hours. Now, what is the most important thing that you need to get done that day? Don't get, you know, without getting overwhelmed with all of the things that you need to do that week, you only have this block of time. And what is it that you're going to do and get accomplished that day? This next item kind of ties into this, but it's a coffee break. If you were working out of the home, you'd take a five minute coffee break and shoot the shit with your coworkers. That's just the reality. It's actually one of the beautiful things about working out of the home is forming relationships with coworkers. And that happens just on, on its own. Like 
I remember going to the bathroom and having like a, you know, like a two minute conversation with somebody in the bathroom, because that's the first time I've seen them all day. Like, how are your kids? How was the camping trip? I saw you went here, like, um, just catching up. Those are little tidbits of breaks away from the responsibilities of your job. Okay. Little moments, little pockets of reset of a refresh where you indulge in a little bit of human activity. So I'm telling you as a stay at home mom, take the coffee break, take the five, 10, 15 minute coffee break out of the whole grand scheme of things. It's so minimal. Sit down, pull out a magazine, pull out your book, do your reading five, 10, 15 minutes. That's all you need. Just take a break. I, I get very caught up in do, 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 do. Okay. I get very caught up in needing to do all of these things. And then at the end of the day, I've completely gotten burnt out, absolutely burnt out. The days that I feel the most well-rounded, balanced, at ease, relaxed, like successful within my day are the days that I realize I accomplished this, I can have a little break. And I prioritize what's important. And then I take a little bit of a break and I have some time to sit down. It is so good, by the way, for your children to see you sitting down with your feet up, drinking a cup of coffee and relaxing. And that's okay. Because not that I feel like I should, not that we need to justify this, but I'm just putting it into perspective for you. This happens organically all on its own. When people work outside of the home, they take lunch breaks, they take coffee breaks, like not they they're not always like allowed a coffee break it just happens when you're having a meeting with a coworker there's usually 5 minutes in there that you're like i said you're shooting the shit you're like catching up with that person seeing how their life is going so it's okay for you to do that i give you permission to do that within your house also it doesn't have to be like so go 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 rigid all the time, always trying to accomplish something, always trying to check something off the boxes. The other thing, and this is the last thing, and I could go on and on, but these are just some basic examples is no TV, just no TV. If you were working outside of the home, you wouldn't be sitting down to watch TV. If you did, it would be on your lunch break on your phone or something. Um, but it's not, you know, it's not during the day while you're trying to like clean a patient's teeth. If you're a dental hygienist, you know, if you're working in accounting, you're not like binge watching Netflix while you're balancing somebody's books. Like it's just, or doing data entry, like that just doesn't happen. So why as stay at home moms, do we feel like we need to have the TV on all day watching TV, having it on in the background? Like these are just not things that happen outside of the home. It's not healthy to have that on and be doing those things inside the home all the time. If you want to take a lunch break, sit down and watch your, one of your favorite shows for a half hour. Okay. Kids have their lunch. You sit down, you have your mommy time. Your favorite show is on, you know, maybe during nap time, you take a half an hour and watch a show or something. The problem lies where this becomes an all day, every day thing. More often than not, the TV just shouldn't be on during the day. 
If you want to sit down and connect with your kids and watch a movie together, maybe it's a learning movie or something like that. Um, maybe you just, maybe you just want to snuggle and you want to watch one movie during the day and you make intentional time about that, um, with that, then, okay, then do that. You know, one of our favorite things to do in the winter time, the girls and I, we do it, um, Mondays, we do movie Mondays. So maybe that would help you. We do movie Mondays no screen time on Tuesdays and Thursdays, Wednesday, they get some tablet time. And this is all after their tasks are done by the way. And then Fridays is free choice Friday. And we'd really try and stick to that routine. Um, but we love to sit down together, pop some popcorn in the afternoon, especially when it's uh, winter time, pop some popcorn, grab a beverage, and we sit down and watch a movie together, a kid's choice movie that we, or a movie that we all agree on. And I love to do the classics with the kids. I love watching classics and they love it too. And, and it's building memories. And I'm not anti-TV by any means. I think there's some really beautiful activities and, and things that kind of come from that, some beautiful memories, but I think you see my point and like the TV on constantly watching TV all day long, binge watching shows while you're supposed to be taking care of your kids. I don't know, first of all, how people do that. So if you're a person that does that, I like literally do not know. I cannot fathom in my head how you can do that and just like still get anything else done at all or feel good, which chances are good. If you're listening to this, you're, you, you don't, you don't feel good. It doesn't fill you up. So, um, like I said, look back at some of these and ask yourself, like, would my boss be okay with this? Like, would my boss be okay with me sleeping in late? Would my boss be okay with me showing up to work, looking sloppy and unkept and a mess? Like, would my boss be okay with me procrastinating on these projects and never getting them off, getting them, um, put, never getting them accomplished, continuing to put them off because I just don't want to do them. Or, um, I, I just, it doesn't, it doesn't align with me or whatever. Like, no, you have a job to do. And those jobs have to get done at some point. Um, you know, drinking too much, would your boss be okay with you showing up hungover to work every single day? You'd get fucking fired for all of these things that I'm listing right here. You could get fired for one of these things. If they continue to happen working in HR, these are issues that people dealt with. They're not allowed. They're not acceptable. So why are moms thinking that they're acceptable in their roles? We need to start treating our roles at home as a career, as a job. It, would your boss be okay with the way that you're making choices, the decisions that you're making and the way that you're living your life? Okay. And, and if you are getting up, putting yourself together, getting ready for the day, and you're putting your best foot forward, you're making an effort, then you're good you know, then you're good. Your, your boss is going to be like, wow, thanks for showing up your consistency and showing up. You're not calling in sick. Like you're here, you're showing up and you're putting in an effort to always improve, to put yourself together, to help everybody to the best of your abilities. Like that is rewarded. Okay. And your reward as a stay at home mom is raising healthy children, raising good children and feeling fulfilled within yourself. We don't have a paycheck. We don't have a promotion to be our external reward for putting ourselves out there, for putting our best foot forward. The reward is internal. 
It comes with feeling fulfilled, knowing our roles and finding value in our days. That is the reward. If you start treating your role as a stay-at-home mom, as a homemaker, as a career, as your job and the decisions that you're making as a job, you will find fulfillment. You will find the value in what you're doing. And you're going to see some positive changes happen within your household. You're going to see some positive changes happen within your children, your relationships, the environment that you're living in. But if you don't treat this as a role, if you treat it as like an obligation or a burden, if you start treating it as a burden, then you're going to be miserable. You're going to be unhappy. You're not going to feel fulfilled. And I want more for you. I know that you have more within you. So let me know if you have any questions on this. I hope this resonated with you. I know it's a little bit of tough love and that is what we are about here. We want to live these fulfilled lives. We want to raise the future generations and we want to show people that stay-at-home moms are badasses. Like you are a badass. Your job is incredibly important. You're so valuable to your family, to your kids and the community around you. So go forth, be amazing, be the amazing person that I know you can be. And don't forget to ask yourself, would my boss be okay? If I was acting this way, would my boss be okay if I was doing these things. And if the answer is no, if you feel like you would get a slap on the wrist or, um, if you would get a talking to by me when I was in human resources, or, you know, if you'd get a write up or something, then you probably need to pivot. You probably need to question whether that has a place in your life or not. So let me know if you have any questions about this. Also, Please, if this resonated with you, if you found value in this, please share this with another mama friend. This content is absolutely free to you. And the only thing that I ask in return from all of you is if this resonated, if you were like, yes, Amy, oh my gosh, I love this. Share it, share it, share it, share it. Please just keep sharing it. Tag me in it. And I love, love to see. I mean, I know people are listening guys, we're almost at 5,000 downloads. Actually, by the time this gets out there, we will have surpassed 5,000 downloads. That's amazing. That's incredible. I know that we are building this amazing community. So thank you for doing your part. Thank you for participating in this community by sharing it as always, always, always please remember from the bottom of my heart, I believe in you. I care about you. And I'm so incredibly proud of you. Thank you so much for listening today, sweet mama. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Hey mama, thank you for joining me in today's conversational journey on the mama mindset. If you found value in this episode, please be sure to share it with another mama friend. Another way for us to build this community and help me bring you free quality content is by leaving me a rating and review on iTunes. I bring you new episodes every Monday and Thursday, so be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any. If you'd like to continue the conversation, I encourage you to join the Mama Mindset Facebook group, and I also bring you inspirational and educational content through Instagram as well. As always, please remember that I believe in you, I care about you, and I am so incredibly proud of you. Thank you so much for listening today, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.